What's the smallest amount of power you've seen someone abuse? Worked for a small computer repair company. Four people total. The boss, two grease monkeys, we did all the small stuff like reformats and virus removal, and the secretary. It was awesome. I loved that job. The boss and my co-worker were super chill and helpful. But the secretary, we'll call her Lorelei, was a different story. When I started working, I got a text from an old friend of mine warning me about her. Apparently, I had been hired because he had just been fired because of her. Okay, I thought, but she was great, very helpful and nice. She'd bring us Starbucks once in a while and other little niceties. Maybe my old friend had been the problem. Anyway, life was great. The months passed and things started to change. The nice secretary came out one day and told us she was no longer a secretary, but the office manager and berated us any time we didn't call her the office manager. It was strange, but whatever. A little while later, I got called into the boss's office where she is standing right next to him, like Iago perched on Jafar's shoulder. She tells me my work priorities have been shifted. I was no longer allowed to work on any computer that came into the shop or go out on service calls. Instead, she said, I was to monitor and report on our customers' server activity. Uh, okay. I guess this must be important? For the next week, I'm confined to my desk and printed out small batches of computer jargon that made very little sense and took less than an hour to do. When I asked what else I should do, she would intervene before my boss responded and tell me to try and improve the reports. Whatever that meant. The next Monday, she calls me into the office again and says I'm on work probation. I have three weeks to be more productive or I'll be fired. Apparently, I wasn't doing enough to earn a paycheck. I did my best to make the reports as readable as possible, and when no one was looking, I'd finish up clients' computers that were on the workbench. Simple stuff like clicking next after a virus scan, until she caught me and reprimanded me for half an hour about how I don't have permission to do anything outside my job description. I gave up, sad to admit. I could see the writing on the wall. I spent the last week goofing off on my computer until the next Monday. I get called into the office. There's the boss I once respected, sitting like a beaten dog, and Lorelei, sitting like a queen in her place. She tells me I haven't improved my performance, and they're sorry, but here's my last check. Goodbye. I turn to my boss and look him square in the eye and ask him if he really agreed with it. He slumps his shoulders and said, Kinda. I went home and texted that old friend asking him what happened when he got fired. He told me pretty much the same story I just went through. Later on, I hear they hired some other kid to take my place. Same thing ends up happening to him. Jeez. Sorry for the novel, I don't talk about this very much. I guess it feels good to let it out. As a closer, she eventually got fired after trying to get rid of the best tech guy they had. My co-worker slash superior. I think my old boss finally grew a spine. She ended up leaving her husband and two daughters for another woman who eventually left her. No idea where she is now. Don't care. Maybe it's just me, but when someone in a non-military setting insists that I call them by their job title, it immediately makes it ten times harder to take them seriously. I had a co-worker who cheated when she played games with three-year-olds. When the kids called her out on it, she would deny it and say that she was a teacher and whatever she did was allowed in the game. Her entire self-esteem seemed to be dependent on winning games designed for preschoolers. When people used to quit at my old company, I'd let them click the mouse button to deactivate their AD account on the last day. Everyone loved it because it was a single act that meant closure. A teacher in high school tried to send me to the office for having an electronic device out in the hallway. The device was medical equipment, and after I explained that to him, he told me he didn't care because I'd still broken a school rule.
Needless to say, I didn't get in trouble. For a bit of context, this all took place before school even started, and there were plenty of kids waiting in the halls for class to start. I'm diabetic, so I was using my insulin pump when this teacher walked past. I didn't end up going to the office because my awesome broadcasting teacher heard the other teacher shouting in the hallway and came out to see what was going on. I did a lot of work for my broadcasting teacher before and after school, so he knew me pretty well. He didn't even wait to find out what was going on before he told the guy to stop shouting and leave me alone. And since the butthole teacher only picked on students, he left without another word. No repercussions. I worked at a small retail store with a manager, an assistant manager, and me, the employee. The manager loved me. The assistant manager loved me some days and hated me others. One day, when the assistant manager was in a particularly hateful mood, she threatened to recommend the manager that I be fired. I said, why? The manager loves me and I'm a good, reliable worker. She would never fire me. And she said, yeah, I know she wouldn't. But as assistant manager, I have the power to recommend you get fired. My high school did an end-of-year celebration, on campus during school time. It was just the graduating year and the year below us, so it wasn't that disruptive. But to prevent it getting out of control, the school hired four security guards. One of them decided to lock all gates at the end of the day. We couldn't leave unless we exited through the office. I'd say there were around 700 students, and he just refused to let us leave, until another security guard had to fight through the crowd to let him know he was just being a jerk. He unlocked the gate I was at, and then unlocked the others. When I did safety patrol in elementary school, we gave out good job tickets to younger kids if they made good choices in the hallway. My best friend from my neighborhood was a grade below me, so every day I would give him a good job card so his mum would let him come outside and play. He's the only person I ever gave good job cards to. My kids were quite little, and I was giving them turns each day of being in charge of cleaning the living room to exercise leadership skills. When it was my son's turn, I had left them alone for a while and came back to the girls complaining that he was ordering them to punch each other. In elementary school, I had this one teacher who, when she would have to leave the classroom, she'd pick a random kid to stand at the chalkboard and watch the class. No one was allowed to talk or get up until the teacher came back. To be honest, my class was pretty rowdy and given the chance, we could get really loud, which is why the teacher didn't want us talking if she was gone. If you talked or got up, your name went on the board and you'd lose five minutes of recess. Then, tally marks would be added if you talked or got up again, and you'd lose an additional five minutes. And if you got enough, you'd start losing time on the next day's recess. One day, she picked this one kid. We'll call him Cole. Cole gets up there and he's slowly looking back and forth between each of us, and if he thought someone was going to talk, he'd put their name on the board. They didn't have to do anything, and he'd put their name on the board and cost them five minutes of recess. He then offered those with their names on the board that he'd take their names off before the teacher got back if they held their breath until he said they could breathe. Oh boy, in my freshman year of college, we had a group project, and of course we have someone who decides to elect themselves as a leader. Okay, cool, no issues. You don't know how to code, but we can teach you. But he didn't want to. He wanted to delegate and then sit on his butt. So the three of us coded this flight management program while he organized meetings and set deadlines for us. He raged when we didn't finish said tasks within the time limit and went off on ridiculous rants. The kicker was that we had to include our names, as comments, on which part of the code we did and got graded on that. We continuously bugged him to learn just a bit to at least create the front interface or the help section, but he straight up refused. Since he didn't write a single piece of code, he ended up getting a zero in the project. 
He started blaming us for not putting his name on the code and went and complained to the professor. The professor laughed in his face after he heard our story. This was a CS class. I feel like everyone has met this person in university at some point, no matter their field of study. I think most of them end up in middle management later in life. When I was first starting my job, there was this prick who worked in the office who told me he was a supervisor. He would order me around and give me extra work on top of the work I'm trying to do, and give me crap later for not having it all done. He'd make me do unsafe stuff and work in areas I hadn't been officially trained in. Someone let it slip that he's just an office clerk and not a supervisor, so the next time he walked up to give me extra work, I told him to get a real supervisor to okay it, and he paused, looked at me, took the paperwork back, and went back to the office. Didn't see him for the rest of that day. In my AP government class in high school, we had a two-week mock congress, and they each had to propose a bill to our mock subcommittee. I was named chairman of the subcommittee. One of the leaders of the Republicans, Danny, shared the same first period with me. Our first period was really strict about being late, but if someone in the class said that you showed up and went to the bathroom, she would not mark you late. So the first thing I did was make an alliance with Danny. He covered for my lateness, and I pushed his bill through the subcommittee. And we learned about real politics. Political corruption really is the gift that keeps on giving. I used to volunteer at the local library when I was in high school. Every year they had a book sale to help raise money for events. 25 cents for paperbacks and 50 cents for hardbacks. I was also working retail at this time, so I decided being cashier would be pretty appropriate. It was going pretty well. I kept the line moving and was used to the small talk of being at a register. The head librarian was busy organizing and she had one of the mum volunteers keep an eye on things. Not long after she started supervising, she came over to me and told me she didn't think it was a good idea for me to be on register. I was pretty confused by this. No one had complained, there was hardly ever a wait, there was no reason for her to think I wasn't capable. I told her it was fine, that I was used to this with my part-time job. She was still visibly uneasy and insisted I help with something else. It got to the point where she was practically demanding me to go somewhere else. Not wanting to cause a scene, I went to assist elsewhere. I found out later she thought the math of calculating the totals was too hard for children to be responsible for. Seriously, I was an AP calc and she didn't think that I could add 25 cents and 50 cents increments. The best part of it all was that my mum went to the book sale a few years after and the same lady was on the register. She had a cheat sheet for adding up the book totals. I'm still bitter. For those wondering about the cheat sheet, it was a list of the 25 cent increments like this. One book, 25 cents. Two books, 50 cents. Three books, 75 cents, etc, etc. I had a babysitter lay out a bunch of rules, including words we couldn't say. Not bad words, mind you, but shoe was one of them, and I specifically remember being sent to my room without dinner for saying it. My brother ended up busting me out, and we locked her out of the house. Viva la révolution! I'm a receptionist at a very quiet office. To get in, visitors have to push a button that makes a loud sound inside the office. Then I see them on camera and unlock the door remotely. This girl comes every day, early in the morning, to check if there's anything to pick up. She works upstairs. She just pops her head in to see the empty box and leaves. But before this, she holds down the effing button, and the sound is horribly loud, jarring, and elongated unnecessarily. So I just sit here and stare at her on the camera for way longer than I need before buzzing her in. I'm a petty B-word.
I don't think you're that much of a B-word. I think I would try playing a game with this person. I would not open the door for longer and longer increments and wait until she was just about to push the buzzer again and then open the door. Hold her up for the maximum amount of time possible every day. Maybe I'm a petty B-word too. A friend of my mum babysat us once. Major control freak. I tried to play with a small box of Legos in the living room, and she told me to clean it up because someone might step on them. So I pack up and go into my room and start playing. She yells at me from the living room that she can't see me, so I can't even be in my own freaking room. She's been sitting on her big butt the whole day, eating our Oreos and potato chips, so I say screw it and dump the box in the middle of the hallway and start building. She flips her lid and screams at me to pick them up. I tell her no. She calls my mum and yells that I'm being very rebellious and she needs to get home and rein in her horrible little son. I hate Sue. In elementary school, everyone had the chance to be a line leader on his or her birthday. One kid was kind of socially awkward, so on her day she decided to give someone else the title. Our teacher was pissed off because she felt disrespected by this mild change in line leadership. If you don't want to accept the title I generously gave to you, go to Mrs. P's classroom. I'm trying to be kind to you, but you're being a brat who thinks she has the right to decide who's in charge. Then she went off on the other girl for indecent behavior and harassment, even though she just kind of yelled at the awkward chick, but whatever. Maybe the birthday girl shouldn't have called someone else the line leader, but the teacher took personal offense for something so trivial. Worked at the concession stands at the beach one summer. Whenever responsibilities were given out of who was supposed to do what for that day, one of my co-workers would suck up to the supervisors so they would give him the clipboard for him to decide who did what. Naturally, he never assigned himself anything. After handing out the jobs, he'd go and sit in the little office inside the stand and do nothing while the rest of us worked. One time he assigned me the job of cleaning the boardwalk. I was to take a broom and dustpan and walk the entire length of the boardwalk looking for litter to sweep up. The idiot didn't know that the cleaning of the boardwalk wasn't the responsibility of us concession stand workers. That job belonged to the workers employed by the state. We concession stand workers were responsible for the cleanliness of only the small cement patio area directly in front of our stand not the boardwalk too. I took advantage of his stupidity and I walked down the boardwalk long enough to be out of sight of my concession stand and sat down on a bench for a couple of hours or so, resting and relaxing while he was doing the same in the office. When working fast food, I was told to scrub the bathroom floors. It was already really clean, so it didn't take long. I went back up front and before I could say anything, my supervisor sent me back to do a better job, went back, locked the doors and played on my phone for over half an hour. Later, I was told that the bathroom looked really great. Easiest hour of my time while working there. I was at a completely empty airport and only needed to identify myself before I could pick up my luggage. There was no queue, so I skipped the line. That butthole at the desk made me walk back and compelled me to zigzag all around the fences where nobody was standing. And afterwards, he and a colleague laughed at me because he knew he could use his power like that. At first, we obviously didn't go back because it was bullcrap. However, he refused to help us then, so we rolled our eyes and did it anyway, just to get it over with instead of making a fuss. It was a small foreign airport and authorities would not give a crap about complaining tourists. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was the closest that small, petty airport attendant ever came to feeling joy. Anybody who is involved in running a homeowners association. Back when I lived with my parents, there was a woman on the HOA that lived across the street from us. Both houses were on the corner. 
She decided that there was too much traffic on the street in front of her house in the morning, so she decided to put up an official-looking sign stating that no one could turn right at the stop sign in front of her house from 6am to 3pm. Mind you, people were turning right at that corner because there was an elementary school located on the street behind her house, and many people needed to drive there. But she didn't care, it was disrupting her, and she wasn't going to allow it. However, I also needed to turn there to get out of the neighborhood for work, so one night, a few days after she put up the sign, I stole it. She put it up again. I stole it again. She responded by selling her house. Justice was served. I have a good friend who is on the board of his association. He is also a trained mediator and a really good guy. The board is only three people, basically because no one else wants to put up with anyone else complaining. This position wears on him so bad. I don't think he has actually ever delivered a written delivery, which would be a violation or order, but simply talks to people. Oh, your yard isn't mowed because your wife has been in the hospital. No problem. Get it done when you can, type of guy. His stress comes from the neighbors complaining and tattling on the people next door over the smallest stuff. I honestly feel bad for him many days. My dad actually got elected to the head of an HOA because he wanted to chill it out a bit. He would get really long letters from the previous HOA head, and they were just massive rants about how he needed to buckle down on these people that had next to nothing wrong with their yards, fences, or whatever tiny BS this guy deemed unacceptable. My dad just told him TS and to stop complaining about every little thing. It was me. I was working at the tax office. Someone called up. Their return was late, so they had a $100 fine. He also owed some tax. Not a lot, but enough. So he calls up and he's telling me about how he hadn't been working this year and things were tight, and I'm sat there filling in a form to put him on a payment plan. And then I realized this was a kid from school that had bullied me. So I told him it was TS and he had 30 days to pay before he added another fine. Then I closed the form and ended the call. Wanted to relocate with my cool little rabbit. Brought a ticket and confirmed with the airline beforehand. Ticket had a comment that said, Authorized to travel with a rabbit in the cargo hold. Paid extra. On the day of my flight, after security checks, some lady who's the chief service officer, which basically was a 50-year-old flight attendant, said we're not flying. The rabbit will escape and chew electrical wiring and kill us all, apparently. Also, she had no superior and reported to no one. It took a lot of tears from my SO, lots of shouting from me, and one hour to get her to get special approval from the captain. I don't think I could ever take the little guy back now, stuck in Germany for a few more years. That lady made the day of starting a new life extremely traumatic. Frick you, Hannah, wherever you are. Security guard at a community college. This guy was the definition of a rent-a-cop. Big, fat, awkward, no gun, and a whistle that he was not the least bit shy about using. A girl I was hanging out with needed to go up there to turn in a form, and I went with her. We got there, and the parking lot was deserted. That's when we realized it was a holiday weekend, but since we had already driven up there, we went to see if the offices were open. Sure enough, the door to the administration building is unlocked, so we go in. After walking around for a bit, we realize that all the offices are closed, so we decide to cut our losses and head out. Suddenly, from the other end of the hall, we hear, Freeze! Stop what you're doing right now! It's the tub-of-crap security guard who comes down and starts screaming at us like a drill sergeant, demanding answers for why we're in the building, accusing us of breaking in and not letting us get a word in. Finally, I just cut him off and said, 
Dude, we're enrolled students and the flipping door was unlocked. If you honestly think we're here to rob the place, call the real cops, but we're already on our way out. He then yelled a couple of things about this being our only warning, etc., as we walked away from him and left.